Are you ready? We are live on the mic uh, with our host DJ Deuce and Bamboo Bam. Bam. Let's get this show started. Yo, what's up? I'm DJ Deuce. My man next to me is Bamboo Bam. What's up, Bam? What up, what up, bro? What you saying, kid? You know what? It's been one hell of a hot weekend, bro. Man, I'm dying right you now. You too? So it's still hot over here, man. It's yeah, over I know. 30. It's over 30, man. You know, I, I, when I talk to my dad, he's like, oh, humidity, it's 40. And he's, he's, not, he's very bitter about it. But I, I have to learn to pick one or the other, the cold or the hot. And I'm picking mm -hmm. hot, and I'm trying not to bitch about it, right? So I'd fuck that. You know I'd rather the cold. Why? Why did you just, nah, whatever. That's yeah, why you, you and I, I don't even know why we're friends sometimes. <laughs> Anyways, we have a special, two special guests yes, two. here today. Right, right. With us, they're, they, they're, they're experts, or pretty much are a lot more experts than we are at traveling. And right. I wanted to talk to them about this. You know, let's get them on. Let's all make yeah. Yes. Emily and Nina, how you guys doing, girls? Hi. Hello. Sir. We're I'm ready. So... <laughs> oh, <laughs> we're traveling already, Ben. What the hell's going on? Boom. Boom. Damn, Boom. man. I, I just finished my bottle of water. I'm like, Jesus Christ, I should have prepared myself. What podcast is this? I'm out. Uh, uh oh. I, you know what? You're absolutely right. This is the old man podcast. We just woke uh -oh. up from a nap, you know? <laughs> no, we, we, you know, it's funny that, you know, because uh, Nina's on, on, on Instagram and that's how we're talking and she's pulling all these traveling stuff and it's uh -huh. super dope. So I was like telling her earlier, I'm like, yo, we got, you better got to get you on here. And she's like, you can get my friend Emily on here. And I'm like, yeah, let's do this, you know? So I'm yeah. really happy you guys took the time to get on the podcast. Yes, thank but you. For the people that don't know, uh, Emily and Nina, like, can you tell me a bit about yourselves? Of course. Hi, everyone. So my name's Emily, and uh, I lived in Ottawa for quite a while now. And I worked in healthcare for 17 years and was an event decorator. And right. then I switched into I'm a sex and relationship coach. But then I decided that I needed another job. So my company is <laughs> traveling. So I'm now a flight attendant and wow. loving it. Wow. Mm -hmm. And yourself, Nina. Hi, I'm Nina. Uh, born and raised. Hi. Born and raised in Montreal, moved to Ottawa, oh gosh, when I was uh, 13, so Ottawa's pretty much home, and uh, travel has been a big part of my life since a very young age, so I, it was just like a natural transition for me to get into yeah. the travel industry at a very young age, became a travel agent, I worked as a, a destination representative, a representative, lived in Mexico for many years, That's it great. was a big, big part of my life, but um, now what I do is I work for the government and I give a lot of travel advice on the side. Mm. We all need travel advice. Trust me. We yeah, all do. Definitely. We all need travel we advice. always do. Travel but, tips, travel hacks. But I want to know, I want to know, girls, so what was like your first trip? What was the first attraction for you to be like, oh my God, I love traveling? <coughs> Uh, well, my dad was in the military, so I moved a lot. I moved okay. times. So moved across Canada here and there, but that's in the secret wow. army. So we have to like legit pack our stuff at any given time and move. Mm -hmm. so it's always been in me to just, you know, explore and go to different places. Um, so my first trips were all within Canada. Uh, okay. And then on my own, I did a road trip. I drove to Myrtle Beach. And then from there, I went to Cuba and Jamaica and Jamaica and Cuba. And I love it. Germany, and now being a flight attendant, I get to go a couple more places. That is <laughs> crazy. Nice, nice. Nina, yourself. So my parents, my mother went, like, would tell me all of these amazing travel stories. She traveled quite a bit when she was young and she lived at home with her parents. And so I felt like I was living vicariously through her just growing up. And like, this is something I want to do. Like, I want to see the world. I wanted to see the world so badly that I would, like, beg my parents, let's go somewhere. So where they take us? They would take us to Plattsburgh. Lake George, all these places <laughs> that were like, this isn't Switzerland. Like, I want to <laughs> the world, right? Yeah. Um, so I, my first trip actually was when I was 18. I was working at a gym with a girlfriend of mine. We became fast friends, and she's like, hey, it's March break. Want to go to Cancun? I'm like, yeah, I want to go to Cancun. Let's do this. Uh oh Woo! Very interesting story. Oh. Not at all what you're, you're probably thinking. It was like kind of like a, a trip from hell. Uh, right. No way. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But still an unforgettable and an unbelievable experience. I remember the day we were leaving, I didn't want to leave. I was like, I remember sitting on the beach and I was looking at the water and I was like, I don't want to leave. Like what That's if I amazing. don't get on that plane? Like I'm not going to get on the plane. I'm just going to stay here and I'm going to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And then like 
fast forward a few years later, I ended up moving to Mexico and working in Mexico. I want to get, I want to get to that. I want to get to that. Bam, what about you? What was your first trip? Uh, Costa Rica. Oh, when was that? Oh man, when I had my first daughter, I took her down. Her mother was oh, Costa really? Rican. Yeah, I was down there for two weeks, and I was in uh, San Juan. I think San Juan, San Jose, up there for a couple of days, and then I went down to Lamont next to Panama, and it was over, bro. Oh. It was over. You know, Interesting. All, along the beach, all her family owns houses, so I didn't see my kid for like two days. I was like, "Where's the kid?" <laughs> You know, like I, I was too busy on a hammock eating fish and drinking. I was smashed, you know. So is she still there? No, no, no. She's grown in Virginia doing her thing. I'm you know kidding, I mean? bro. No, see, my first trip was in um, Porta Plata in Dominican. And I remember telling Jesse, like, I never traveled. He's traveled before. And I was like, yo, pick a place. Uh, here's my passport and tell me how much I owe you. Like, I just put it all in his yeah. hands, right? Right. He calls me back. He's like, it's fourteen hundred dollars. I transferred him the money. I to the point where, like, when I was at the airport, I was like, where the fuck are we going? Like, I had no <laughs> idea where we were going. Right? He's like, we're going to Dominican. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. So we land, and it was late at night. And I remembered getting out of the airport, and the heat that hit me. Yeah. I start to get paranoid. Like, I was like, oh my god, it's it's so hot. Oh I'm my god. Like, like I'm I'm having heat stroke at 10 p.m. This was this what didn't make any sense. There's no sun out there, right? So yeah. like I'm getting on the bus and I'm getting mad at them. I'm like, yo, put put the AC on. Like I'm starting to panic, and all I'm thinking is because I've never traveled anywhere. I keep thinking that I'm gonna go to a hotel with doors that open and the air AC is gonna kick in. And the so I get there and the lobby's open outside still. And I'm like, fuck my life. You know what I mean? Like, and this lady handed me a cold drink. Like she saw the fear in my face. And all I kept thinking is what about tomorrow at 2 PM when the sun's out bright? I'm, am I going to be able to handle this? Right? So it, the first initial thing was like, it killed me. Like I got on panic mode. Don't get me wrong. I adapted extremely quick, but I was starting to say, think it was a mistake. Like, I was like, this is the dumbest what thing I've I, ever done. What did I sign up for, right? Like, exactly. Exactly. Don't get me wrong. That whole night was felt like it was a mistake. Like, even to the point where, like, so we showed up around 10, probably checked in around 1030 or so. When we went to a nightclub, there was, you know, they all have their own little discos. But then there was this other one on in the casino right the casino right we can go in and i see the lighting and me being a dj like i got this cool lights i'm like i want to check this out and i went in there and when i got a drink i didn't know there was 400 prostitutes in this bar lining up and you're just like oh my god and i've never i just i've never been anywhere this was like two hours on the island i'm like how do i get out of here like it's just one of those like holy shit you know you just have to shove them out of the way and get out the cool thing is where you get out they can't follow you right because it's that's where the resort exit is right so when we bumped into some people i'm like yo that nightclub has a bunch of prostitutes and they're like ah you're you're very funny and i was like but it's true like it was like but that's what so for the first two hours of my life the heat's killing me there's a thousand prostitutes at this bar and i'm like where am i like why did i leave like all the, the power in my buddy's hands to book this trip, you know, but don't get me wrong. After that, when I stayed on the resort and everything else, it was, it was an amazing situation, amazing feeling to the point where it became addicting. It became a one thing a year to like a two thing a year, right? Like, yeah, and don't, and I don't get me wrong. COVID fucked up that routine a little bit, but you Big know, time. it is what it is. Right. So yeah. guys, yeah. What, so YouTube traveled obviously probably more than me and Bam put together. Where were some of the best places that you've traveled? Hmm. Uh, it's hard to say because I every place that I go, yeah. there's a story or yes. there's an adventure or something, and it's with the people that you're with. That's true. Um, I mean, I went to Germany, absolutely loved it, but I stayed on the countryside of Germany. Okay. Uh, and I mean, even Vegas, I love Vegas, mm -hmm. and I know we're like, I'm not, I, I don't gamble, but yeah, I love Vegas because I go with my friends, and especially when there's um cup holders in the bathroom to hold your drink while you're shopping. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, but I do enjoy Jamaica. Yeah. I've been to Jamaica twice. Absolutely love the people, love the food. I think I just love overall the vibe. People are just, mm. you know, on a whole other level. Everybody's chill. Everybody's happy. Um, and I went not too long ago, I went to Dominican again. And again, went into town and, you know, I'm a small, girl walking into town and i wasn't scared at all everybody was very very nice even though nobody spoke english felt welcome i just used my phone and did some translate they understood it was yeah, awesome. yeah. but again, it's it's all about like before i go like i it's who i'm with um yeah, and i'm very outdoorsy i love activities yeah. riding motorcycles 
four wheelers, all that. And I love to get off the resort. Yeah. For me, it's not so much traveling if you're on a resort. Because I agree. No offense to resorts, I love them, but no, no, no. Yeah, all yeah. the same. It's just like when you're saying, "Oh, I went to Dominican. I went to." I compare the resorts; they're all the same. Yeah. Just the amenities are slightly different. But it's yeah. when you get out and you have a taste of the real food and 100%. the people and the music, the vibe. That's that's what I love. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, no, I couldn't. It's mm-hmm. it's funny because when Bam and I went to Cuba for the first time, you know, Amazing. we're we're off the resort. The, the hotel was just for us to sleep in, literally, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And we were we were sent to like some of these small restaurants, like I'm talking about, like in a back alley. It looked like in the back of a house. And I remember Bam eating the food there, and the first thing out of his mouth is like, uh, "People say Cuban food is garbage. It's fucking bullshit. It's amazing, but it's because it's so bland on the resort. But off that resort, <laughs> some of the best pizza I've ever had in my life was actually outside of Cuba. I mean, outside the resort in Cuba, it's you incredible. Know, you know why it's bland in the hotels? They have to. They have to do it because they have to accommodate. You would Everybody. think that, right, traveling to these places, like people think, oh, you know, and I get this all the time. Oh, Jamaica, Aruba, they're all the same, and they're not actually. There's a yeah, lot of no, I get it. There's a lot of diversity in the food. A lot, a lot, and there's a misconception there. But yeah. if you look at the hotels, the foods for sure, 100. percent There are staple items that you would a lot of the times get at home, or even if it is authentic food. They Americanize or Canadianize a lot of the food, so they're bland. You need to leave the resort to really, truly get that experience. So I agree. I would agree with you. Hold on. We got a question here. Antoine's asking, do you ladies also have a travel page? I know I added Nina's Instagram page on the descriptions in the YouTube videos. Uh, So, guys, if you want to follow her, check out the descriptions. Her link is there. Mm -hmm. So. Um, it has been well. I just started mine. I, well, I have two Instagram, but I started my adventures, um, so I'll, I'll share it later. You but... send it to me, and I'll, I'll re-add it in the description after this. We'll do. Okay. We'll take care exactly. of it. Check it out. Yeah, yeah. So you know, your most favorite and your least favorite place and trips. What? Which one would it? Least favorite. Uh, and I was thinking, like, because I had a feeling you were going to ask that. Like, <laughs> I know I wouldn't say I have a least favorite, and it goes mm-hmm. back. Was saying like you know it goes it, a lot of it has to do with the people you're traveling with. So if I'm thinking of a negative experience, yeah, it's because of the person. Least, I'm can we switch to question? Like least favorite person to travel with. <laughs> Ooh, I mean, it has do thing to do with the person I was traveling with, not so much like the destination. I could see that. Mm. We yeah. had that issue last mm-hmm. time. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't think I've ever had anything like you know I say that now, but not from what anything bad happened to me. But I will say. I remember when I traveled to Italy for the first time, and this was a lesson learned. So this is like a travel tip for everybody. Uh, when I travel, I traveled, and when I got to when I got to Italy, I was staying there for three weeks, and only one suitcase arrived. And of mm. course, the suitcase that arrived was a suitcase with all of my shoes and accessories. Oh. That was it. <laughs> and that was the suitcase that stayed with me for the whole three weeks I was there. I never got my suitcase with all of my clothes. So wow. what did I learn from that? Like, make sure you pack all of your essentials in your, in your carry-on, at least a few outfits. Like, you know, I learned quick, like, how to roll things and how to, like, condense things in my carry-on bag. Mm-hmm. Because these things do happen. You don't want to get stuck oh. in the traveling yeah. suit. But and- that was a bad experience for me. Okay, okay. Uh, a side question. How do you determine how long of a trip you want to take? Mm. Well, I mean, I don't, like, I'm just using Vegas. Vegas is not, hey, let's go for two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're yeah, a liver and you're, everything can survive, well, I'll power to you. Um, yeah. I think when you go to Europe, you can't do it in a week. That's right. To, to, to plan and travel. It's not like, hey, you want to go to Europe mm-hmm. tomorrow? Of course, if we had our oh, own yeah. personal jet and we had the money for it, sure. Yeah. But I think okay. if you want to take the time and explore and you, you went three weeks in Italy? Yeah. Yeah. I went that to three weeks, 14 days, and that was fast. I think I didn't get to explore everything. But I was there for a wedding, and I was decorating. But I really wanted to take the time to go out. But it was too short of a, a travel. Okay. And it also depends, too, on budget, right? So yes. what's your budget? What do you really want to see? And what are you looking to get out of the truck? So, I mean, planning is, is key. Mm-hmm. See that's that's my my issue when I if I decide to go to Europe because that's what me and Bam always talk about. Yeah, going to I have no self control. Yeah. Oh, oh. Is that true, Bam? We none, none. none. Yeah. So and I know I would budget for three weeks and spend my money in three days. Like I know, like I have to figure out some self control because I don't, well, I don't what. It, it, I look at it as long as we got a place to lay our head and we paid for those places in advance. Right. 
everything else, we can ride it out. You know what I mean? We can ride it out. We can ride Did you not out. see the Bills in Halifax when I showed oh, up? Oh, man, I know. I have no I know, guys, I have I know, no self-control. I, know, I don't I know. know what happens. I'm okay. very organized. I'm, I'm very, very, I'm, like, I'm good. I'm, <laughs> I'm really responsible. Uh, and then when it's time to do something and go out or vacation, eh, I'll out the window. Yeah. You can always just pick up a job wherever you are, right? Worst comes. <laughs> I, I might have no choice. <laughs> you might have to ask, uh, like, are those ladies there? You might be a stripper or a prostitute. Oh. Yeah, those ladies in the bar. You can work. Like, God, <laughs> send me to your leader. <laughs> send me to your leader. I need some help over here. I get that. Nina, I wanted. So you mentioned that you were. What are they, like, so, how, so you were gone to Mexico for seven, uh, seven years. What was it? A travel agent slash. Like, did you live in Mexico? Tell me how that worked. Yeah, yeah. So, went to school, became a travel agent, because I'm like, this is my thing. Like, I mm -hmm. love traveling, I'm going to travel the world. And, you know, obviously, I was in for a surprise, because it wasn't as glamorous being a travel agent as I thought it would be at the age of 20. I mean, all I did was sit behind a desk and book people's travels and hear about their travels. And it was kind of like, this is Kill me. I want to go. Yeah. I want to go to these places, right? So my teacher actually from my school reached out to me and said, hey, um, I think this would be a really cool opportunity. Um, SunQuest, this company that, I don't, do you remember SunQuest? I do, you, yes, I do actually. SunQuest, Signature, all these companies. It kind of dates us a little bit. But anyway, it's this company, no, it company that I <laughs> was hiring. And um, so I applied and it, like I got hired. It, was, it wasn't like that quick. I got hired and um, I went through the whole interview process. And when they... Um, when she came to give me the answer, they ended up hiring someone locally. So they couldn't offer me the job. And I had reached out and I just wanted to say, hey, you know what? Because I couldn't get it out of my mind. I'm like, I want this job. Mm -hmm. I want to work as a destination rep. This is this is what I'm meant to do. Like, I want to go. I want to greet people. I want to greet Canadians. I want to see. Uh, and I want to live in a different country. I yeah. wanted to experience that. So I reached out and I said, if anything changes, like, please just let me know you know it, it's fine and she said oh my god it's crazy that you're reaching out because things didn't work out and i have a job to offer you what and it was to cancun to work in cancun and i was like as if because a few years before that i was yep. sitting on the beach you know crying because i wanted to like stay Thank behind and I'll, then, man, I'll go ahead and we'll have stories like this bro ah you know we we <laughs> We we so we so tired. We we gotta we just want to get away. We gotta get away from this place because we know it's gonna be a problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. So she gets the job. Like, are you now? Now that reality's sitting in, and you get this job, and you're <laughs> technically moving down there. Are you? There's gotta be some sort of nervousness, or for sure. You know it's what I mean? Sure. So yeah. here, so I come from an Italian household, right? So imagine telling my parents, like, hey, by the way, I got this job and I'm moving to Mexico. My mother's like thinking, yeah, is this like legit? Right. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. not like the way they are now, but we don't, we didn't have access to internet. There, there weren't reviews. So Nobody true. I knew ever did this, you know, like, is this like actually real? Like it's, right. it's for real mom. Like they're going to provide me with an apartment or pay for my, my travel. Like this is for real. Like I got this job, like it's happening. So they drive me to the airport. I'm for sure nervous and yeah. excited at the same time. And I get to the airport and I, I start crying because I was so nervous. Oh, like, fuck yeah. I, like not like boo-boo crying, but kind of like, oh, do I do this? Like, what am I, like, I'm scared. Yeah, it's it's a big change. It's I huge. It. Yeah. And my mother said, you know, you don't have to do this. And the minute she said that, I'm like, Bye. yeah, I am doing this. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> You're not going to, you can't tell me no, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. And Damn, this, this psychology and didn't I work. I mustered up the courage and I did it. There you go. And, uh, and yeah, I remember her saying to me, as soon as you get there, call me. I want you to call me as soon as you land. Mm -hmm. So just to give you a little backstory about my mother, she like even growing up, if ever I like I, I went or left the house, we didn't have cell phones back then, right? So I'd always have to find a payphone, and I would have to call her every thirty minutes. <laughs> Sorry, I was. Oh yeah, I had pre, I had prepaid prepaid phone card. I had no no excuse. I had to call. Like her. She's at the payphone again. Yeah. Thirty minutes, or I wouldn't be allowed. So anyways. So when she said to me, as soon as you get there, you make sure you call me. So, you know, okay, I know for sure I had to call her. Yeah. Well, it wasn't the case because when I landed and I got picked up and the person who picked me up was like, let's do a bit of a tour. And if, if, even before that, if you've ever been at the airport in Cancun, it's it's crazy because there's timeshares everywhere, right? And they mm. kind of like trick you into like, so I was bombarded by everything, get into the, uh, 
into the car with my colleague, you know, and he's giving me a tour and I get to the office finally, two hours goes by. I have not called my mom, get there. And uh, I'm talking to my new manager and then the phone call rings. He tells me it's Canada calling. No. And yeah. It's, Your mom found you. My mother tracked me down. My mother tracked me down. Um, oh, my God. That's a real place of love, I'm sure. Absolutely. absolutely. Now you know how long your mom reaches. Now you know. Right? Exactly. Absolutely. But, you know, all this to say is that it, it was an incredible experience. It was scary for sure. Uh, I wasn't a fan of it in the beginning because traveling to... Um, when you're traveling to any destination, it's completely different when you're traveling as a tourist versus when you're moving uh, to yeah. the country, right? Yeah. It was a major culture shock right from the beginning. Wow. I, it, you're not, you know, I wasn't living in the hotel in the, in the touristy areas. I was living in an area where nobody spoke English. Mm -hmm. And even though it was Spanish and I spoke French, there was still a language barrier. I, 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 went, I was very naive about things. And then I realized, okay, I, I either adapt, you know, or I go back home. And yeah. so I have a choice. You always have choices. And it was, I want this. It's going to be hard. But you're going to have to, you know, not fight, but work for what you want. Okay, and yeah. as soon as I changed that mindset, it was the most incredible experience of my life. Good for you. Incredible experience of my Because it Art. takes balls to make that move. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So sure. the fact that you even wanted to do it and then did it. Yeah. And then you didn't just do it for a week. You did it for a long time. I did it for a long time. Yeah, I did it for a very so long time. So how's your Spanish? It's good. Muy bien. Muy bien. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was great. It was fun. Oh, lots of, you want to talk about crazy stories? When you're, when you're the liaison between Canadian travelers and then, you know, the, Mexican rules and laws yeah. that you see and have to deal with is. I could imagine. Oh, yeah. And well, Emily, you, you became a travel um, a stewardess or an airline. Attendant. So flight attendant. Why, why, why did the name change? What, what's, what, do, do, does I anyone know the back? I don't know, but it's because um, we're more than just. Okay, personally, I thought, you know what? I'm just going to get myself a second job. Yeah. Flight attendant, going to wear a cute outfet. You know, yeah. that, you know we're going to walk cute with our stuff. So for coffee, some wine, yeah. actually, no. <laughs> if that's all you think we're doing, then we're yeah. doing a fantastic job. We're actually way more than that. We have to be knowledgeable about not only the safety, but the plane. We need to know everything that's going on with the plane, the noises, the mode, like the propellers. We need to have our eyes open at all times. And I'm like, really? That's funny oh, you say yeah. that. Because when I freak out, I, w I look at one of you girls working there to see if you girls are going to freak out. I'm like... She's staying calm. She's staying calm. All right, I think everything's all right. Right? right? And people do that. People are always, because oh, I yeah. sit in the back, because there's, um, in, I don't know if people do know that, but there's uh, obviously two flight attendants in the type of plane that I fly in. Mm -hmm. And you have the purser who's um, a little bit higher than me, and she sits in the front, and I sit in the back. Most okay. people will look her, but it's when people look back, and they're checking at me, and I'm just like, Good guys. But with the mask, it's hard, right? People don't. Oh think no! That. I'll look in your eyes. I'm gonna figure out that if they light up or not. I get <laughs> better get some Botox. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, but no, got poker um, face over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, poker face at all times. No, um, yeah, we. So definitely, it's more than that, and we have to be ready at any given time uh, of turbulence. And you know, when you see that seatbelt on, people are like, I don't need that. Well, the other day, <laughs> we. Um, slight turbulence and then the seatbelt uh like come on but you can tell people are just like oh, i'm too cool for a seatbelt and we just remind them we walk down the aisle and we, like put it on and then it went off and then it went and then we're doing our thing in the back cleaning the glasses because we serve in glasses and and then also a little bit of turbulence like oh, okay that didn't feel so right but we didn't get a, a call from our the pilot yeah okay so we just went upon like we just took it upon ourselves to go and start cleaning up things up really quickly and then the then it went on so she went in the front while she was walking towards the front she didn't make it there's a huge we went in the air and i had enough time to sit in the back with one of the one of the passengers and thank god the belt was uh whoever was sitting there was a little bit uh, larger than me yeah, so, so you can snap it right on yeah because i went in the air and in the air i was able to snap it to stop <laughs> beer and wine in the back and it was just like in the movies Mm -hmm. Slow-mo, red oh, wine, beer. No. The two gentlemen in front of me are laughing, but yet everybody's just 
they're trying to look for us and they're looking at our faces. Oh, us. yeah. And I just like, I see, I was so shocked Street myself. <laughs> and then I started laughing. And then the guy beside me is like, okay, I was looking at you. Mm-hmm. You're fine. I'm like, I'm fine. I'm like, how are you? You need a napkin when everything stops. But it was the first time hitting zero G's. We're just like, oh, and I'm everything. So when we say put your seatbelt on, it's not just for that. There's an actual reason for that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm the lazy dude. When it when she comes on, I don't get up, take it off until I have to go to the bathroom. And even yeah. then, me and Bam, yeah. we don't fit in these bathrooms very well. So I, I try all. not to even use these fucking things. Like, <laughs> okay, this is a true story. So the first time I'm trying to go to the bathroom, Bam, I don't think you were with us. Yeah, I'm, with you. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm literally bent back like this because I'm six so, four. You know. Oh, okay. So I'm walking to the front right to go to the bathroom and. I've seen people using the bathroom, but I didn't see where, and I didn't notice the door is very thin, right? So I'm like asking you, like, yo, where's the bathroom? And they're like, that door. And I'm thinking it's some sort of closet. I'm like, I'm not opening up random fucking doors on this ba- on this airplane. So I'm like, screw this. So I go back and sit down. I don't use the bathroom, right? So we get off the plane, we go to the resort, and there's this lady there with her daughter, and she's like, mom, is that is that the guy that couldn't find the bathroom? <laughs> and I was like, mm-hmm. uh, and then I finally, I used it that one time and I felt like, I was like, who yeah, uses yeah. these things? You know, I'm like, and you were behind me, bam. You were actually behind mm-hmm. me. And I was like, he's taller than me. I'm like, there's no, he fits in this freaking thing. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. I don't know how people fit. Cause I'm, I'm five feet tall with heels, five, two. And I go in and I just like, it's you know, crazy. I'm very white. It's, it's comfortable. I, I, Comfortable feels like a coffin. You go in, and you're going to die. But you know. it is crazy. So, how long you been doing this, Emily? How long? How long? How long you been at this job? Um, about six months. Yeah. Yeah, but I've traveled quite a bit, and yeah, but it's got to be different sitting down now. Now, but now you're you know you're, you have to take care of these people. And okay. have you had any situations where some Momo doesn't want to wear their masks? Yes. How do you deal with that? I put my mask and like, put your fucking mask on. So I think that's what I want to hear. <laughs> no, um, honestly, people have been really good. It's yeah. mostly when we travel to the States coming back because the rules are a little bit different. Okay. But you know what? I am not the flight attendant that's very aggressive. Mm-hmm. I'm more of the one that I'll just, I won't make a spectacle. I'll just point and be like, okay, okay. It's mostly their people's headphones that we have issues with. Not so much to mask. Really? The, the demo. I know everybody's annoyed with the demo. We got to do it every time. Yeah, it's 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 mandatory, and you need to listen because you're the the one who's not listening is the first one who's going to panic if something happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, is it fair to say? Is it fair to say that when you guys put me in the emergency exit seats, that oh. I'm not letting everyone oh. go first? Is that is that fair to say? I'm getting out of the plane first. I'm just don't guys don't give me that responsibility and that fear. I'm not opening up the door to wait for 300 people to come by me. Selfish. Then you have, a, you have the right to say no, and we can change you from your seat. If you don't want that responsibility, we can. We'll, we'll I'm just going to take the gamble that we're not going to crash. And first of all, let's be real. Let's be real. These charts with when we land in the water. No, no. I don't, these charts are not very real. I, I just, you know, because I see them they're in front of me. They've kind of, you know, I'm just like, come on. It's not going to just start floating and stuff. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. The emergency Selfish. door. Shut up. First of all, Selfish. I'm too big. Take. I, how am I supposed to? Everyone's going to die. They're not going to get by me anyways. Oh so I have God. to get, I'll He's have terrible. to get out first. Yeah. What? You know, then, the only, I'm not the first person thinking about this. Everyone else is a liar that sits in those seats. I'm just so saying. No, so I don't. So you're, you're not paying attention to what they're saying. That don't get me wrong. I'm strong enough to open this door regardless what way it opens. This thing's gonna open. You want to get out? You'll be opening the door. Yeah. And then you're gonna jump out. Show us how. And then you're going to help people that was that, see that was my that was my normal instinct i thought it was like you got to let everyone else out no, first because people are going to trample that's my people. that was my argument i was like however, however let's say i'm sitting in the back and there is an emergency yes and i will look at you let's say you're sitting at the last seat and if we know that we're about to crash or something's happening i will look at you and i'll say i need help and i'll say in the event that i cannot operate right. my door mm. I will need you to take me out of my seat, buckle me in you, and you're going to have to take my position. Oh, so I see. You have the right to say no. I get that. We're not going to shoot. Obviously, the people who are 
obviously has a visible disability or yes of course of course or a woman that's you know with child you're not going to be operating the door i but don't know i don't know about that we okay. would hope that you could help us a, you know? a, a woman with a child is stronger than a man who's pumping iron i can tell you <laughs> that now she's gonna make sure that child get out of there you know I mean? but obviously if we have a mom to be not that we can never okay. tell if it's a mom to of be, course but, you oh, know, okay. obviously in this moment sometimes it takes judgment but yeah we would need somebody like you but we are trained to do it but in the event that something happens i knock my head and i'm out yes, and yes. all of a sudden nobody can operate the door so my that- understanding i sat in the seat once it was like you gotta open the door and let everyone over i'm like how the fuck am i not going to be in everyone's way this is what's you're going not. through my mind you're not because we will teach you but don't worry fine is pretty safe <laughs> but we that's will- what i'm banking on i'm like yeah <laughs> we're, i think we're good i hope so like well you'll be just fine and i paid an extra hundred bucks to get that seat with all this responsibility and I'm right? like, Come on, give me a discount over here you know what i mean so well think about me i gotta stay in the, i gotta stay in the plane until everybody's out and then on top of it when everybody's out i still have to go through the plane check make yeah. sure there's nobody left and then i get out hmm. so Okay, yeah. I got one more question. What's with the food, man? It, it, <laughs> it's, it's I only cool. have drinks on my plane. Just saying. What <laughs> food? There's food. There's no food. Oh, no food. You got now, alcohol. Uh, okay, alcohol's good, but the food yeah. is horrible, man. Yeah. You know, well, it's there's a picture somewhere. I have a picture of a pizza somewhere from Sunwing. It's, it's transport. It's it's a transport. It, it's not a restaurant on the. Um, it used to be good. Like yeah. I remember when they used to have decent food way back in the day. Okay. I just want to know, but it's Kate. You're right. It's transports food. I get it. You don't expect a fucking gourmet chef back there cooking up. <laughs> chef Ramsey's not going to pop out. I get that. But the, go- but the goddamn price looks like he is making my fucking pizza anyways, though. I'm like, mm-hmm. I've never, did you know of all the times of traveling, I've never looked at my receipt. I'm always like, chuck it out because I don't want to ruin my vacation with yeah. the stuff. Yeah. Like, you want your receipt? I'm like, no. <laughs> I've never looked at the bill when I got home. I don't ever want to know. I just want to go home pay for my shit once I'm done and, and, and deal with it. And, and move on. But yeah. have you guys traveled um, during or let's say like since this pandemic restrictions have been over? Have you guys, you said you've been to Dominican. How was Dominican lately? Was it still the same? Same? Oh, and for me. See, uh, Bam and I went to Cuba, Cuba in April, April yeah. and it fucking was devastating. I but went to Mexico during, like uh, it was August, last August. So yeah. And it was at 50% capacity. Things slowed down for sure. Everything was, uh, none of the a la carte restaurants were open. Okay. It was just buffet. They were serving the buffet with yes. their songs. Like it was a little, it was like small changes. A lot of the bars were closed. But like they, you know, they were trying to restrict access to certain areas. Mm-hmm. But personally, I felt like they weren't as, um, their guidelines were a lot more relaxed than how things were here so we didn't really have to wear our masks although when we were at home we had to right like so things were seemed a little bit more i don't know in my opinion more relaxed than they did here during covid mm-hmm. and i think it's kind of like it was like that in different parts of the world as see we know. us it was the restrictions wasn't horrible for us you know there's times where we're like we were the furthest point from the from the buffet for instance right so when we get to the buffet we're like I forgot my mask. The lady being asked to sit down, right? She, they were great. I just found it like the, the whole country. Well, I can't say the whole country. Where we were in Veradero was was extremely different. Like mm-hmm. I've never this was, this was my third time there. I was never asked to buy cocaine or weed or something on a corner of Veradero in my life. You know what I mean? It was really really strange. And any girl you talked to that was from Cuba, about ten minutes into the conversation. The next words out of her mouth is 60 bucks Canadian because she, she, they've all turned into prostitutes over there. Like, it was the country's really taking a hit, and now they're doing whatever it takes to make some money. Like, it was a huge change. Uh, bam, our resort was what? The f- wow. They were giving us, like, one bottle of water for the week. Yeah, even with the food and, and all, all the stuff that they get in, it, it wasn't abundant like it was before. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everything was there. You get extra sodas, extra this, mm-hmm. no. It wasn't there. I was just like, man, this is. And crazy. we had friends at uh, at, at a few other resorts that that were there the same week, and they were complaining big time. Like they were out of beer every second day. You know what yeah. I mean? No but red the wine. Cost, the cost, though, like was almost half the price. So we weren't paying full price, like what? Ah, now, we did. Right? We paid full price. You did? Yeah. We so we got like crazy deals. We went to Mexico, Dominican. That makes sense. We traveled to Canada so many times. Like the flights were super cheap. The prices have gone up recently. 
But during COVID, when we were allowed to travel, it was, I think I, I went to Vancouver too in October and it was cost $200 one way just to fly to Vancouver. And this was requested. Wow. So, I mean, to travel during the pandemic when we were allowed to, when they were lifting some of the restrictions, mm -hmm. the cost of travel wasn't as expensive. People just weren't as uh, willing or I guess courageous enough to, to take that chance to mm -hmm. travel. At least that was just my perception. Absolutely. And and those that weren't as, you know, or who were vaccinated and not as worried just needed to get away and they're like, I'm out of here, right? Let's just right. take a chance. Oh, uh, that was that was my <laughs> I took I took the vaccinations. I always tell this on the podcast. I was I was being selfish about it. Yeah. It was for me to travel. It had nothing to do with not not to be a jerk to be like, oh, you gotta save others and not be sick in the hospital. I was like, no, no I gotta get the fuck out of here. Like, yeah. hey, oh, you need a third thing. I was just like, let's let's, let's wrap this shit up. You know what I mean? You know, that's that's the reason why I got vaccinated. But um, Nina, we I saw a post that you posted on Instagram about the banana boat sunscreen. Yeah. Now, I, it's funny that you said that because I'm not lying to you. About a week, I've been saying this for years, but about three or four days before you posted that, I was having an argument about people because we were out um, in Outer Lake, Quebec, and they're like, you're going to put some sunscreen on? And I said, no. Either I'm going to get a little bit of sun or I'm going to go in the shade. And they're like, oh, you're going to get sorry. I'm just going to turn and sit here and be quiet because I, I know none, none of this stuff here. I know nothing about know. sunscreen. I don't need it. I don't care. You're the so, shade man. I know. Yeah, I get yeah, that. Yeah, I stay in the shade and I don't deal so, with it. You know? So the thing is, I always said, hey, there's no fucking way that this chemical that's going to be sprayed on my body is going to prevent this goddamn huge fireball from giving me a tan <laughs> or burn. Like this, there's got to be something wrong with this stuff. The older I got, I was like, I'm, I don't really want to put this shit on me. And then all of a sudden, you actually, I, you, I, I saw that article. Then you posted it about, you yeah. know, some of the chemicals in there get, is giving people cancer. Cancer. Now, yeah. like, how are they like getting away? What do you, what do you, what's your yeah. opinion on this? Like, obviously, well, some of the shit in there has got to be toxic. Like, it's got to. Well, you got to wonder, like, is it like the lesser two evils? Like, okay, the sun is dangerous, but then at what point is it safe to put all, like you're saying, all these chemicals on top of your skin? To yeah. Sweat? To, to get another form of cancer. And, and your pores are opening up because we're just baking in the sun, right? So, like, <laughs> this, in, this, please. And this is where my problem lies. It's I don't understand the thought process of wanting to sit there and bake like a turkey. What is the problem? No. You do know there's some vitamins in the sun, eh? Yeah. You get them you when do you walk feel from, good. You get them when you walk from your house to the store, and here and there you get it there, but yeah. deliberately sitting there for two hours just you baking. That's all you need. 15 yeah. minutes that go through your face and your eyes yeah. without any sunscreen because you need that vitamin D. Mm -hmm. um, and then especially I'm a redhead, so we're very Burn. deficient in vitamin D. So I don't need to bake for hours. I just, I take my 15 minutes and then I'm out. But I don't personally wear sunscreen. Yeah, I'll yeah. wear a little bit of HP. Uh, HP. Wrong <laughs> 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 podcast. Oh, <laughs> Next episode, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah so i but other than that i don't i just don't stay in the sun like i'm active i'm always outside but i yeah even my children i, I know a lot of parents might be mad about this but i don't we just don't stay in the sun that long or we just wear protective clothing outside and i feel good i feel great we don't have sunburn i might change a little bit of color but that's yes. just cool. just to stay in there long enough i get that i, I was always I, go ahead nina the opposite sorry no i'm a sun worshiper like wherever i go like i will burn and i know i probably should there are there are safer sunscreens uh what sure. do you recommend as, as a safer sunscreen um oh, arbon so i do arbon has really safe products yeah and they're no chemicals they're they actually they're b Corp certified so this company actually it's a company i also work for yeah we really worry about the planet and people and people fair enough Mm -hmm. You can even take a, they're legible ingredients. So you actually understand what's on it. It's no yeah. surprise. You can pronounce some of the words probably. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And they're actually on the list of safe, safe products to use. So if you're looking for a safe sunscreen, for sure, Arbonne. There's some uh, choices out there for yeah. sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you know, don't just, it's just because it's easy. You go at the store, you go to whatever pharmacy and they're all there. And you it's don't all the know. chemicals. And it's like, oh, okay. It has a little kid on it. It has a little kid with. Mm. But it looks safe, and you just sold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. It's, it's good for kids. But it's, it's marketing, right? And yeah. you, and I think we're just trusting. We just trust. If you're selling it, and I'm going to a store that I trust, you think 
I'm going to buy it. Like a hundred percent. And you're a hundred percent right. If it's on a shelf at a big brand store, yeah. they obviously think you would, you're putting the trust in this store saying, Hey, it's on their shelves. It's gotta be okay mm-hmm. to be putting it on us and our kids. I, I yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah, totally. I feel the same way with like fucking bug spray. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I put that shit on. Started. Don't get me started with bug spray because I don't understand why they attack me. Like I posted something in my story not too long ago. What is it? Is it because I'm low in iron and B12? Someone the other day told me it's because of my blood type. Like I, I don't know what it is. So I can figure it out. It's it's all sorts of things with them. You know, it's I me. I think it's because I'm darker and they want they want to eat me alive as well. Because you know I'm right by the ocean. I got mosquitoes. Well, Ben was the first person out of our whole group to be attacked by sand. Please. Oh my God! And we thought he was fucking lying. He was the yeah. only one getting demolished. And then the next year, I was. And then he got mad at me. He's like, "See, called me a liar. You know, you were on me for seven days." And, and then they're looking at me like I'm crazy because I'm using bug spray. One hundred percent. I look like he was nuts. One hundred percent. He only put him on his legs. I was like, "What is this guy doing?" Like, yeah. <laughs> so that was a whole other situation with that. Yeah. I was, mm-hmm. But I, but I can't stand putting that stuff on. I just. Yeah. Anything that's like for me, it's like you're putting a chemical to, to prevent oh, yourself yeah. from tanning or, or burning, and then you're putting a chemical. If these bugs don't want to touch you after putting this type of chemical on, you know that shit's nasty, right? So, but guys, if you want to keep away from bugs, make sure Nina's around. Yeah. The bugs will come get you, and we're good to yeah, go, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will help you. I will deter them from you. And you. So bring me along. <laughs> now, guys, with all this traveling, Bam included you. They, do you guys have any outrageous or funny stories that you've witnessed or been a part of? Well, I think for me recently, it's just seeing people how they pack. Like people bring in all sorts and they're trying to find ways to bring more luggages. And I'm like, you're not even going to do all that. And it's the struggle that they have when they're putting their stuff, they're walking across the airport. They have this, this cushion, this pillow, this this extra jacket, this extra luggage. And I'm like, oh yeah, this all. And then they look at me in the back and they're like, well, it doesn't fit. I'm like, no shit requirements in your luggage that you can bring in your carry-on but people stuff their bag and then they'd be oh well i'll just wear this sweater i'll just wear this sweater and i'm like yep i want to challenge anybody because mm-hmm. i pack a lot I'm, i i do but it fits in my luggage it's just once you get home look at your luggage what did you wear and what did you not wear you always keep that outfit oh like when i go travel i'll be wearing that no you won't you'll be wearing <laughs> calm down here and you're gonna be wearing your bikini in the same no, you, you just need a couple outfits. Yeah. And usually go I'm shopping. guilty. I'm guilty. You're I, guilty for that? I overpack. <laughs> and I always pack things that still have their tags on that I've yeah. never tried that's been in my closet for years. And I'm like, I'm going to wear it on this trip. And I still don't end up wearing it. Yeah. But I still pack <laughs> it anyway, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Bam, how many uh, shoes you pack? I pack. I I got a I got a, a different pair of shoes for every day. See, <laughs> I, 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 got a, I got a shoe problem, right? You know what I mean. Yeah. So it, it's a fashion show for me. You know, it's you know like okay, today it's sunny. Ooh, I got to put on the all white ones. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. it's gonna rain. Put on some you know black and white ones. Yeah, every day is a different thing, and sometimes I don't even get to wear them because I'm wearing my flip flops all the time. Right. right. So, and it depends you know. on your mood. It depends on your mood. <clears throat> weather it depends on so many there's so many different topics. Mm-hmm. i have a funny story yes, i went please. with my girls from this is 10 years ago for my 30th birthday i'm like let's go girls let's go on a trip yeah so we all pack like girls and uh and then we got to drink and shop which is obviously something that i t- truly enjoy <laughs> <laughs> and you wake up and you're like oh my god i bought what i bought this i bought that I'm like, so oh. but then i didn't have room in my luggage Uh-oh. so when the girls weren't looking and were packing to leave I secretly opened all their luggage Uh-oh. and I stuck all my stuff in all their luggages. And then everybody's like, my God, why is it so heavy? Like I said, I spent a couple thousands of dollars. I'm not kidding. It was my birthday. And fair enough, fair enough. I could not, and we all already brought so many shoes and stuff. So I didn't say anything. We left, we went through the airport. Everything was fine. Mm-hmm. We landed in Ottawa. And then the girls were like, why? Like, what's up with my luggage? And then I'm like, ladies, at the, like where the carousel, I'm like, Please open your luggage and like, what are you talking about? Like, I put some stuff there. Like, what the hell did you put in there? They open, it's all my stuff. I'm like, thank you, thank you. Oh my, you gotta do what you gotta do when you're traveling. It's true. Um, I try not to bring a carry on. Uh, Cause I'm, I don't know if it's my face, but I'm the one that gets searched every time I get to the. Me too. Well, that's I embarrassing. Know. I don't know why. But I got used to it. So it's like, now it's like, 
Like, it's absolutely nothing. I have nothing on me. Like, I have, like, the least amount of clothing on me. I have nothing in my pockets. Uh, I don't have it. So when they search me, it's, like, two seconds. Now they're like, well, he clearly has nothing. You know what I mean? So, yeah. But I was um, for to the club. <laughs> you know what? Do you what club? I dragged Welcome you to in club. to one of our. <laughs> one time I was getting searched and it because I was talking to him. They brought him in too. You know what I mean? I was I, at first I was getting offended and then I just started getting used to it. I was just, yeah. whatever. Let's do the routine. You know what I mean? There you go. It's like you're getting randomly searched. I'm like again. It's so <laughs> random now. Yeah. I'm like if this was yeah. the lottery, I'd be a millionaire. So random. So, but no, ladies. But- Oh, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I don't know what it is about security, but just like that whole process stresses me out. Like I'm already like when I'm, I don't know if it's anyone else. Like when you're standing, you're like the process and they're so intense about things too. Like go here, stand. Take your yeah, but they're fucking, no, I'm over no, there. No, like, no, no. Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah. okay, okay. Like it's just because they want things to go fast. But it's like, it's their delivery. They're I so know. intense that it's people are, people make more mistakes sometimes just by the way they're doing that. It's because just, they want to show that they're tough. And then in case, they, then they'll notice who is acting well, a little different. Well, I crack all the time and I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm like, you're making me nervous. You're going to get yeah. this <laughs> bend over. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, wrong podcast again. No, it's true though. It's true. I get I get kind of nervous too. One time they're like, you, it's they they kept wanting me. They're like, do you have metal in your shoulder? And I was like, no. And I'm like, I don't even have a scar. I got nothing. Like I had nothing on. I was like, I don't. And the guy just kept flipping me around and wanting me again. I'm like, I, what do you? What's next though? But you're right. The glove could have came out, you know, just for fun. But he can yeah. do that though. That's Maybe. what I'd be like, fuck it, wrap it up, send me back home. I don't want to do this. Yeah, all right, forget it. I'm out. Ma'am, you had yeah. a question or what? Yeah, I was going to ask the ladies to tell the people, you know, give us some tips and things to look out for while you're out there, you know, on traveling on travel. tips. Yeah. We, yeah. You yeah. talked about packing well. That's that's yeah, definitely well. a tip. I'm gonna what what what's the UK? You you guys travel a lot. What's the number one mistake that people do that they shouldn't do? I was gonna say not traveling with travel insurance. True. Fair enough. Yeah. Like, and I know, I know for most people, like, they think it's a waste of money, but paying that extra $50, $60, yeah. the medical insurance when you're traveling, God forbid anything happens. And mm-hmm. I have traveled with people who have actually gotten hurt. Or really mm-hmm. hurt. Oh, we have to. Right. And without that insurance, it's like you're paying out of pocket and, you know. But so, in this case, they paid out. Yeah, you're right. They paid. But the, the mis- misconception of, of traveling insurance is you still have to pay up front. Some, not all. Oh, okay, are- okay. Because I know in this case, Ivan had to pay up front. Yeah. 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 He fucked, he fucked up his shoulder playing ping pong. Yeah, and you're right. <laughs> and then they'll reimburse you, and they, yes. they don't give you a hard time. But there are some companies that will pay in advance. So it's it's worry-free, completely okay. worry-free. What else? What else you got? What else you got? That's that's a good. That is a good common mistake because people will say, "Nah, I don't want to pay for that." Now, some people have insurance through their credit card, don't they? When they book trips, they do. But it's always read the fine print because it's not everything is. Makes uh, sense. Makes sense. I always get worried about the luggage situation. That's why I think the insurance can come in if you can get that one that can cover your luggage and give you X amount of money back because obviously there's a luggage situation going on with flying, especially with Air Canada, right? So. Mm-hmm. Get 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 that luggage insurance though. Yeah, but yeah no, like t- because like the thing is like, I know on your Instagram you're giving out a few tips about about certain things about traveling, and I thought that's that's great because even for like, even if we we've traveled about a couple times, there's probably still some stuff we should still learn or do or change, and there's obviously a lot of new travelers that don't know a goddamn yeah. thing. No. Yeah, yeah. Ha- packing is huge, and and when like when it comes to packing, like we're just talking about security, for example, is making sure you don't have certain things like, and you could you know like knives, for example, like <laughs> making sure when you're passing through security, even just a pocket knife, for example, you're not thinking anything of it. You cannot travel with a pocket knife, or you cannot travel with batteries inside of your carry-on. You cannot like there are certain things that are you're just you know what it is. They're not going to make a big deal about it, but you're just going to, you're just taking up so much of your own time. Right? Yes. You're already running late and you're in a hurry and you're wondering why it's taking so long to get through security, for example. Well, it's because you're, you're delaying the process. It's, it's self-inflicted really. It's, That's right. Because right? I travel with a pocket knife all the time and it's under six inch, which is kind of funny if you think about it. Because so, pocket knife, yeah. you can still hurt someone, but of I don't, but it does stop. So now I just took it off and I, I just don't want to go through the, the Process well, the craziest thing that Bam and I witnessed is uh, we we made friends with these uh, our friend Andre from Russia. He's actually said hi on. He's watching the podcast right now. Mm-hmm. He um, <laughs> he started showing me that he has a belt buckle with a knife on it, yeah. and he was cutting up his fruits or whatever. And I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" 
And then he's like, yeah. I'm like, were you allowed on the plane with us? And he was like, he looked at me like I was crazy. And he said, yeah, yeah. I'm allowed on the plane with us. And then later on, our last night together, hmm. he um, busted out fireworks oh that God. he packed with his luggage. And we lit them up on, on the Dominican uh, and, for, and put the candle on the beach. How is that even possible? The best part about this is he brought it last time, but he said he didn't use them because they were too windy. So twice he's managed to bring these fucking fireworks through. And, the, and then he starts lighting up these firecrackers. Russian firecrackers sound like there's a war going on. It is the scariest noise I've ever heard. And security's walking. I'm like, oh, my God, we're all going to get kicked out. This is over. It's, it's, it's about midnight. This resort's quiet, and you it's crazy, right? The security guard comes, and what does he do? He takes a video, and he enjoys the moment with us. That's so cool. <laughs> he just didn't, he didn't even care. He was like, this is so great. That's cool. And yeah, so I couldn't believe. So not only that he brought it once and he used it, he actually brought it the time before and just said, oh, yeah, it was too windy. I didn't want to. I didn't want to. And, and then had the nerve to break out the vodka and food that he wow. brought. And food that he bought from from Mother Russia. He bought food for us. Too. Yeah, he gave us the uh, the Russian. You know, you had to like take a shot and eat some food. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know why now that they're they they, they they this stuff's hot. Like it wasn't burning, but like like steam was coming out of my head. Like this was like the warmest vodka in history. I was like, God damn. So at one point, I just took off my shirt, and he's like, Oh, I was gonna do that too, but I didn't want to be crazy. I'm like, I have no choice. I'm dying. I am melting with this vodka here. It was freaking bananas, though. But that's the cool thing I love about traveling. It is actually meeting people from all yeah. over. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I love it. it is. Well, I think it's, it's totally different for everybody, but it's that escape, experiencing something new, meeting new people. It's 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 so hard to explain unless you do it. Yes. Getting away, it's... Well, what's great about vacationing is everyone's there for the same reason right it's oh. to let go of the bullshit at home mm-hmm. enjoy your seven days mm-hmm. uh you know what i mean and and, and, and let every, just everyone's so relaxed and that's that's the mood you know don't, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong we all come back home and get tensed up again you know what i mean but it's so great to see everyone on that level yeah. bam one time relaxed a dude in the airport oh. bam, you remember this one guy he was there with his, his, his older mom and dad, and he had kids, and he was pissed off because the line was going too slow, and he mm. made a big scene, so they mm-hmm. let him go first. And yeah. then all of a sudden, you know when you get on your buses to go to your resort? He's on my fucking bus. And I'm like, oh, no, this guy's not coming to my resort. And Bam puts his arm around him and says, buddy, I understand. You know, things are yeah. frustrating. But we're here now. We're here. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? You saw the guy look at Bam and go, you're right. And he yeah. just... Yeah. Calmed right down. Yeah. And the good thing is he wasn't coming to a resort. So then after that, I didn't give a shit. Right. But I mean, we yeah. end up seeing him seven days later. And he was like, he was still yeah. thankful for Bam just to just yeah. to compute what's going him. on, buddy. Yeah. You need a reminder. You need yeah. a reminder sometimes. And don't you find sometimes it takes a day or two before you're fully relaxed? Like, I, I for me anyways, it just. Mm, not oh. me. Not no? me. No, me no. It takes, I'm like, I finally get into the groove of things. I get comfortable with the resort. I kind of find my own. Resort-wise, my question yeah. for everyone is, because I, I just find coming out of Ottawa, you either leave at fucking 6 a.m. or 4 p.m. <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> weird. That's just up the yeah. flights are. Which yeah. one do you prefer, 6 a.m. or 4 p.m.? Early. Early. The fuck's wrong? Why? Why? I don't get it. Because you I want to like to have some sleep before you go? I sleep the night before or just... You know, then you just go sleep on the beach, have a couple of drinks, and come I want to get the there. Beach. I want to get there too. Yeah, no. I love, I love that four p.m. flight. I love waking up when I wake up. Yeah. I love having a beautiful lunch. I like strolling to the airport like an old man. I love that shit. This, this, I got to be up at three or I DJed the night before and I haven't slept. And then all of a sudden, I hate that shit. I get there, just want to check in and put my bags away. Yeah. Nah, your room ain't fucking ready. It drives me bananas. Those 6 a.m. flights, you <laughs> fuck right off. Sorry, I lose it every once in a while on a podcast. Bam understands see, see, this. No, but I can't stand that shit. Now you know why they give you two options. There's... There is no two options. It's if you go to Cuba, it's four, and if you go to Dominican, it's six. That's the only options they give me. I hate that shit, man. I'm yeah. always like, I hate the morning. Bam, you uh, like morning flights? It doesn't matter because when I I'm that guy that's on a plane and go, can I have a beer? When I ask for that beer, that's yeah. it. I'm check that. Bang, that's I, it. That's all. Yeah. You know, until I'm ready to come back home. Two days before, I tend to slow down drinking. We we are funny. Our, our our funny adventure story oh, that God. we could actually say on. What, which one do you think I'm going to say? I don't know, but go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> There's some that we could all have drinks and talk about that one, but mm. oh, this is one. It was the Cuba one, our first Cuba trip the ever. First Cuba. Trip. Oh, okay. Jesus fuck. <laughs> Terrible. 
You want to tell it? No, go ahead. No, okay. You, so you know. we we land, and uh, I was the one. St- I had the I had the big SUV, right? So I was the one picking up all the friends. I'm not idiot, right? F- DJ the night before picked up all my friends. Luggage is piled up on everybody. <laughs> you know, one guy's not ready. I'm furious. We get to the airport. Um, I sit beside two Spanish people. This lady's beside me. She she's little, but she's jacking up both armrests. I'm squished up against the fucking window seat. Like I'm miserable. I could hear it. Bam and, and Julius having a good time in the front. They're sitting near each other. I'm like this. Fucking he's he's on the far end. I'm by the aisle, and we got a guy in the middle of us that looked like the actor John Levitt. Yes. Yes. Okay. So he looks over at me and go, Yo, Bam, you want a drink? I go, Sure. He starts ordering fucking cognacs and so on and so on. By the time we landed that plane, the dude in the middle was buying drinks. You understand? <laughs> we pretty much drank out the fucking the plane, right? I'm hammered. This is my first time going to Cuba. Don't forget, people, I'm American. So I'm freaking the fuck out about going to Cuba. Oh, this is right. This is right. And he's being loud. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Go over there. I'm trying to sneak in the country. You know what I mean? Sure enough, I get up to the counter. The lady looks at me and points over there. So I had to walk out the line. He's yelling, they didn't want you in this fucking country anyway. They don't, blah, 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 blah. They don't know I'm with them. I'm so far back in the line, right? I didn't say that when you left. I said that when you came back and butted the line. I made sure I made everyone pissed off at you. They don't want you in here. You American, get out of here. And he's just like, he's like he just shakes his head walking, right? So I get in. I'm happy. That's it. It's over. They fucked up and let me in. You know what I mean? I get some beers. Everybody get in. We start smashing drinks on the way to the fucking resort. We get there. We fucking hammered. Oh yeah, now you can tell them from that point on. Well, so just, just keep that in mind. There, there's 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 a quite amount of beer that's drank within like the forty minutes. Like it's it's over exaggeratedly done. All right, so we get there and then there's an issue. Bam is yelling at the bus driver, asking him where his bag is. There's only one bus. We couldn't have fucked this up. Like you put it in, it's got to be there, right? So Bam and Ivan Ting are looking. There's there's no bags, but there's two bags there. So so as drunk as I am, I'm like, bro, someone else must have taken your bags. Like two for two, right? Yeah. So we take them out. We see these two other French guys from Montreal. And Bam, instead of explaining to the guy that you got my bag, rips his own bag out of Buddy's hands, and he's like, that's mine. Like, this one's yours. So a fight almost breaks out in the lobby, right? Whatever. We check in. But when we check in, the little disco's actually in our actual like complex, right? So I said, yo, in a half hour, meet us here. And a half hour, we all get down there. And I don't know what I end up saying to the bartender, but I end up switching spots with him. So he's out dancing, and I, and then Bam's looking for me, and he turns around, and I have the guy's little vest on that doesn't fit, and I'm serving drinks. <laughs> he's behind the bar serving drinks. Yeah, it was yeah. Like, uh-huh. yeah. It's fucking tiny. It's the tiniest thing. It's, it's like, like... Uh, 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 small coat, little man. Yes, thing? yes. Boy. Yes, that's exactly so what it I was. I walk up to the bar. He's behind the bar serving drinks and got the tap and doing this. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was a little. Okay. We go get something to eat. It kicks in. Oh, it all, kicks in. All the liquor, everything kicks in. He puts his hand on the wall and go, leave me here. <laughs> leave me here. We got there at night. We don't know how to maneuver around this resort yet. We haven't seen it. So it's oh, yeah, like. It's pitch block. Yeah. I remember the path. We going this way. You come in. I'm not leaving you here because in the morning, I won't know where you at, right? You know what I mean? So (laughs) (laughs) I'm dragging him back. The two friends run ahead because for some reason, I find Asian people walk really fast. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're a lot faster than us. We get around and turn. They jumping out of bushes like ninjas and shit. (laughs) Everybody face plants. I'm like, this is fucked up. Get him up. Got him to the hotel. Like, he's your problem now. I went to my room. Okay. I get up in the morning to go get him. He's in the room with Ivan. You know, the twin beds. They're on opposite sides of the walls. <laughs> it's barf all over the middle of the room. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't the best roommate that day. Oh, uh, yeah. The shower is, the shower head is broken. I, what the hell happened last night? But I wasn't, like, that shower head wasn't my fault, though. That was Julius saying, trying to help me clean. And then somehow you broke the shower head, but doesn't tell me that. So when I take a shower that day, there's this little stream that's coming out. And I'm like. Oh. And I'm like, oh, how the hell do I get the soap off now? It was terrible. We go to breakfast, and people are coming up with their phones, showing us pictures like, you remember this last night? I'm like, I don't remember shit. Well, who is this? Who is this person? <laughs> terrible. Terrible. There's a group, there's a group of... Collecting all the memories There's a group of old ladies that go, they walk by, and they're like, hi, boys. And we're like, oh, no. no. <laughs> oh, no. Night one. That's only night one. Yep. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Terrible. That was night one in Cuba. You know, there are always, always good stories when drinking's involved, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The night ones are usually the, the worst ones. I don't know. Because the excitement's through the roof. You're, totally. you're just, you know what I mean? The You're so happy and everyone else is on the same page. And yeah, yeah we had some great night ones for sure. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I had to tell Ivan this will never happen again. I will not puke beside your bed. Actually, <laughs> I didn't drink the next night just to prove it to him. I felt Because <laughs> I know deep down he didn't want to share a room with me to begin with and then that happened i knew he was like fuck my life i knew he was saying that deep down he was a great guy he didn't bitch about it he'd probably be bitching about it right now but at that time he didn't say much though yeah. but girls so you guys traveled you've been all over is there anywhere you would love to go you still haven't been yet anywhere uh yeah i want to go to costa rica yeah. i want to go very to the nice. for sure for sure and very outdoorsy so i want to be in the woods i want to ha- i want to be in the jungle with a machete that's what i that's where i'm at i love the beach but i love it um, yeah of- i go to costa rica but you go in the jungle have a good time <laughs> i want to see those spiders and i want to see no, those butterflies i'm in like i i love it but I do love the beaches. I love. If you and I go to the jungle, you're gonna see the suit that I'm gonna wear. It's gonna be fucking pathetic. It'll be like a space suit. None of these bugs are touching me. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'll be where you left me at, chilling. You know? <laughs> Nina, where would you want to go? I have. Uh, well, I've been wanting to go to Bali. I was supposed to go this year, but because yep. of some of the restrictions with COVID, it's now booked for 2023. So, so it's I'm booked. Gonna, it's booked. Greece. Oh, Greece too. We want to go. Uh, Greece sounds looks dope. Okay. I'm in with the grease. I'm going for that. I'm in for that. Let's go on a big trip. Let's do it. I'll twist my arm to go on a fucking trip. <laughs> I'm always down. Greece is definitely a fucking beautiful spot. That's definitely a place I definitely mm-hmm. want to definitely yeah. check out. Yeah, Greece. Bam, you? Me? Oh, man. I, I just want to get over to Europe and bounce around and see the yeah. architecture and the buildings and whatnot. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm an electrician by trade, so I want to see how they did what they did on these buildings, right? Because they're old. You're not supposed to be ruining anything. You know what I mean? Heritage type stuff. So I want to see that. So, And I want to get hammered everywhere. You Bam, uh, you, didn't, you, you always mention Africa when we're drinking. You just... Well, that's my last trip. I'm not coming back. Oh, for real? I'm, I'm, going, I'm going home. I'm not coming back. I'm done. That's it. I'm land somewhere, and that's it. Listen, I'll, I'll find which know. country I belong to. But I, I didn't know it. That's what it took just to get rid of you, man. I didn't yep. know. Buy I me a ticket. <laughs> but I ain't ready to go. Right now, I'll set I ain't ready to up. go. I ain't ready to go. Yet. God damn it! That's what it took to get rid of you. God yeah. damn! What <laughs> I ain't ready to go. I ain't ready to I'm go. I'm telling yet. you. Greece, girls, keep us posted on Greece. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm serious. Yeah, no, that's that's dope though. We do a nice podcast down there. Yeah, we'll bring the whole podcast equipment and then we'll do the whole thing out there. It could be super fun. Yeah, I I I told you like I was a smartass. I tried to bring my drone to Cuba. Mm, That didn't work out very well. They took it. Oh yeah, they stopped me at at the security. They're like, you can't bring this in here. And I was like, okay. And the girls like, give me your passport. I was like. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> no, it's not happening. And the yeah, security yeah, yeah. surrounded me and the one guy explained it to me. He's like, No, no, no. We just gotta we're gonna keep your drone. We're gonna fill out some information. You just come back and get it. And I was like, Oh, okay. But the yeah. way it looked like is like you guys are going to jail. That's what it sounded like at the time. Like, give me your passport. I was like, mm, that's not happening. But but yeah, no, we have all the we have we have all the gear to, to do a podcast pretty much anywhere, battery powered. Uh yeah. Yeah, we're we're we're, we're definitely. What we're doing? We're going. I'm going to Greece. She's coming to Greece as soon as uh, I, I have a project in mind. Once the project is done, as a yay, we're going to Greece. That sounds nice. like fun, girls. Yeah. Thank you so much for taking yes. your time. Us. I love talking traveling. It's so much fun. Uh, it's been a blast. Like the thing is, like you know what I mean. We we got to definitely do this again with more yeah. with more stories and adventures. Well, definitely, more. definitely. We probably could do it in September when I come down. You know, we can all do it live in one room. And yeah, that's awesome. There's one thing I want to say really quickly is yes. when you travel, don't be a dick. Be yeah. nice to the people. Like I, it just hurts me so much when you go to resorts, you go somewhere, and people are just having attitude towards these people. They're trying their best. There's always a language barrier. Just, just don't be an asshole. I have, explain to pe- I have to explain to people, my parents at first, they thought people were being rude, mm. but I have, to, I have to explain to them that people drive on the other side of the street. So yeah. when, we're waiting, when we do the lineups. We're, we're kind of bumping into each other, not by, you know, it's, it's, they're looking at us like we're crazy and we're looking at them like they're crazy. It's just right. the way it is, you know, yeah. you're right. Language barriers, you know, different yeah. systems. It It's true. You're in their home and just, you know, yeah. respect. And, you know, I just I see agree. so many like mm-hmm. disrespect and it just, it, it just irks me. I, I just don't, you know, out of all our times traveling, bam, we've only bumped into one asshole in Dominican. Yeah. yeah. One, a little one. kid. Yeah. Well, one and, and, I, and I, I would also say to add to that is the rules and laws don't apply 
just because you're Canadian, you're mm. not protected under Canadian law when you travel outside mm-hmm. of your, out of your country. Mm-hmm. So oh. You need to respect people. So, you know, I know earlier you asked what kind of travel tip, and I would say that's probably the biggest takeaway for anyone who's listening. I love that. Is the laws don't apply. You're not protected. Under I love that. That's facts. There you go. So people always get it confused. They think they don't. they think they t- they took back home to them. You know what I mean? And right. I do you, do you want me to tell you what really kills me when I bump into someone? They're like, they don't speak English here. I'm like, dumb, dumb. You went. You visited them. You know what I mean? You came here. Don't assume. Don't assume. Absolutely. It's, uh, not like, uh, I'm the type of dude. If I if something happened, they did something real bad to me. And believe you me. I've traveled quite a bit to know wherever I go, I know their rules or whatever the case may be. I deal with it the way it comes at me. You know I'm what I mean? I'm going to tell you how you spot. I know. Asshole. I'm not going to be going, I'm presumed innocent until yeah, proven yeah, guilty. Yeah, no, yeah. I beat his ass because I know I beat his ass. You know what I mean? If you're going to yeah. give me six months, give me six months. I do my time. But and think, come home, you, know? you know, when you know there's an asshole, bam, we, we've been to be live in, in Putacanta three, three times. times. Yeah. Okay. I'm talking about the services is through the roof. People oh, yeah. have been great. Phenomenal. We've met people two years later that still remembered us. Like, it's great. It's probably one of the best places I went for service-wise. And you go there and you start reading reviews about worst service I've ever had. And the whole time I'm thinking, how big of a dickhead were yeah. you for them to oh, say, fuck that, I don't want to serve these people oh, or have been around them. So sometimes it's like, you know what? Service is also based on your actions and how you treat others. That doesn't okay. matter where you are around the world. Just because you went to Dominican and you think you paid for a trip that you mm-hmm. deserve to be served hand and foot. They become entitled. Absolutely. Exactly. And that's and I start reading these reviews. I'm like, come on, you're so full of it. These were some of the nicest people I've ever met. Mm-hmm. You're in like three times in a row, like we never had an issue. Yeah, you know, know, not, not that it's mandatory, but if you're saying an all inclusive tip, honestly. hundred percent. Leave something. hundred percent. What's a dollar, two dollars really? Just put that money aside, leave something. It's not that they don't want to serve you. They're gonna serve you whether you tip or not. But if you're not leaving anything, not smiling, being mm-hmm. rude, we're mm-hmm. you know, human. They're mm-hmm. human. Everyone, you know, exactly everyone's it. handle and take so much, right? They don't need that kind of abuse. Exactly. Yeah. And, when you tra- and when you travel, just remember, you're in day house. Yeah. Yes. You're not in yours. You're yeah. in their house. Vis- so humble visiting. yourself. You're the visitor. You're visiting them. Humble yourself to you in their house. That's all. Nope. It's facts. But yes, it's awesome. Guys, thank you so much. I don't want to hold you girls up anymore. Mm-hmm. It's been a blast. <laughs> Girls, let's like, nice hey, keep us you. posted on, on, on Greece. Emily, send me your information so I can put it in the description so people can follow you too. All right, guys? Well, guys, thank you so much. Have a good night. Bye. Have a good night. Bye. Bye.